Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's Kelly Cole, your host of the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Today, we are going to talk about releasing things, letting go of the things that have been plaguing us, breaking patterns that we know that we aren't getting served by. We are going to dive deep into this and, as always, have a discussion around how the universe is playing a role. So stay tuned. And I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I'm Kelly Cole, founder of Energy of Thrive Tribe and creator of Synergy Thrive Academy. This is a podcast for ambitious moms who are tired of feeling like a lack of energy and constant stress is preventing them from fulfilling their highest purpose. What if all the pieces you need to make that happen reside within you? Connecting the spirit, your brain, your body, your gut, and your mind creates a balance and synergy to thrive. Here is to thriving women. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. This is the Synergy Thrive Podcast. Hello, my gorgeous thriving. Today, we are venturing into some territory that I will warn you might be a little triggering. It's centering around some of the themes around grief and with the context of letting go, letting go of blocks, letting go of the things that are not necessary for you in your life anymore. And as we know, seasons go by, time comes and goes, and there are times that something serves a purpose and that you need to go through it. But then there are times when Sometimes we are trapped in cycles that aren't serving us anymore, and it's time to release. It's time to let go. This is something I'm going to share with you that's really about a deeply entrenched um, process that I was going through and how the universe just simply intervened, and I didn't have a choice, I felt at that point in time, but to surrender and release. And so, That's what we're going to talk about today. In the theme of release, I also want to remind everyone that tomorrow we're going to be having a healing circle. And when we're talking about these themes, when we're talking about releasing and letting go and experiencing the lightness that can happen with that, sometimes you need a little bit of help. And one of the things I'm going to touch on today was how much breath and breathing And breathing in different patterns was one of the things that led to this facilitation of being able to release, to being able to actually feel it move through when before this was not possible for me. I think that I had to find a different modality for myself. And when we're talking about our healing circle, this is what we're doing, guys. We are meeting together. We are collectively bringing the energy of being able to center into ourselves, being able to connect to ourselves, getting into a place where you are connecting and with the intention, whatever that be, that you set for yourself, you can release, you can work through this. We can give through breath, through meditation, walk you into a place where this is possible. So our free experience of a healing circle is going to be live on Friday, October 28th. 
And I'm so excited for you to join us there. Please go to signup.synergythrive.org forward slash heal. Link is in the description and it's going to be awesome. So if you know that you're ready to connect more deeply, if you know that you're ready to release, if you just feel like you're in that place where you are thinking, yes, I know that I'm having blocks that I need to work through. I know that I am supposed to be walking further down this road, can't seem to get there, can't seem to step into that higher version of myself that I and know that I'm ready for it. This is sounding something that is sounding like something that's familiar to you. If this is resonating and if it's waking something within you, then this is meant for you. Come join us. Link is in the description. So I'm going to jump right in and just talk to you a little bit about what really happened. <clears throat> so the very um, tender nature of this for me was surrounding grief and loss, which so many of us experience great and, and small and very impactful and distant. We all have experienced this. But for me, this place was being stuck. And I couldn't work through it. I found myself avoiding it. And it was approaching. It's kind of like when the leaves start to turn and it starts to get a little bit chillier and there's like a Christmas to the air. Like all of those things usually lead me into this memory. And it's a memory that is incredibly painful. Um, watching someone that you love dearly go through an incredible amount of pain and feeling as if you cannot do anything for them. You are helpless. You're watching just the feeling of them going through that and um, the, the how it impacts you. It's very impactful when someone you love goes through something terrible. <clears throat> so as this year started to approach, I found myself avoiding again. And that's okay. Except this time, it wasn't really a choice for me. And so what happened was, as I was really feeling the urge to avoid, avoid, um, I knew that like there's a certain drink that I was drinking that time of year. There was a certain feeling that the air had. There was a look about, you know, the earth and the weather. And it was all kind of happening at once for me. And so as it was happening, I made a conscious decision that I didn't want to make that drink, that I didn't want to taste that and remember. I didn't want to feel that, to look outside. I wanted to just avoid and divert and do something else. And there was a small moment when I thought, you know what? I think I'm just going to do it. I'm going to make the drink. I'm going to look outside. I'm going to just do it. And the next thought that I had was, no, I'm not going to. And I tell you, the very second that I made that choice, I went, because the thing that I was going to do instead was I was going to sit down and like play my piano or something. And when I sat down on that piano bench, there was a 
insane disturbance. Um, and it was a bird that flew into my window, um, the front window of my front door. And it hit so hard that I thought I saw some shaking in the wall. And I was like, oh my gosh, something, something died. Like I needed to go look. So I got up and I already felt it. Like I already knew. I was like, this is, this is for me. Like this is, okay, I, I get it. <laughs> like you're like getting the feeling. It's like the knowing is happening and you just kind of think, okay, all right. So I open the door. And I look down and I see this little bird. And he is so small, but he is fluttering around and he's really disoriented and he's in, he's hurt. Like I just flipping, I just lost it. Every single thing, every part of what I was trying to avoid was staring at me in the face. The suffering, the pain, the outside, the temperature, the way the sky looked, all of it, it was right there. It was right in front of me and I couldn't avoid it. I couldn't shut my door. I couldn't turn around. All that I could do, I went and grabbed a little towel and I held this little bird and he started to calm down. <clears throat> And I put him upright on his feet just to see, like, are you going to make it or like, what's going to happen? And he stood up and he sat there. And I sat there next to him or her. I don't know if it was <laughs> for a really long time. And he didn't care. He didn't care that I was there. Didn't bother him in the least. I think he was probably severely concussed. And, um, I just cried. I just cried. And I decided I was going to let him, whatever was going to happen with him, I was going to just let him be. And in the moment that I walked back into the house, I decided then that I could not keep avoiding that the suffering, the feeling, the grief, the feeling of helplessness and all of the feelings that were so terrible that I didn't want to feel, I had to feel them. So instead of continuing to avoid, since that was a very loud and clear message that had been delivered directly to me, I went in the kitchen and I made the drink. And I sat. And I drank the drink and I looked outside and I sat in it and I did. But this time I did something different. So anytime before that I had been allowing myself to sit in that place, I had not been there with an intention of letting it move through. I was just there with an intention of wallowing in it and letting it consume me and being in the misery and there's always a time and a place for that. Sometimes you just need to do that. But this I knew was different. This I knew was time to let it flow through. Not even probably a week to 10 days, I guess, before that episode, I had found 
this app. And it was a breathwork app, which I could believe that I'd never found. Actually, I like breathwork. I really enjoy meditation the most, but I think that there are different types of ways and modalities to utilize and pull in and use in your toolbox that you have for forever. Like as soon as you learn these things, when you know them, you don't unknow them. Like you always know them. It's just a matter of going to your toolbox and pulling it out and saying, what am I going to do today? And that day, there was just something inside me that said, put the app on. And so I did. And for the very first time, I've really allowed myself to fully breathe in a different way, in a new way that I hadn't done. Breath work can be incredibly transformational. You are activating your body, but you are not activating your body in a way to calm down and relax. It is a release. It is a entire different experience. And for those of you who have never tried it, I highly recommend that you try a session of breath work. Just simple patterns and breathing that are a little bit different from your everyday breathing. It's not just calling attention to the breath. It is intention. It is fire. It is movement. It is coursing through you. It is energy that has pent up and been stuck in. It can leave. It doesn't have to stay. And I think this was what I knew in my heart that I had to work through. It didn't have to stay. And so that's what I did. I sat with my drink. I sat with my <sighs> looking outside. I felt the misery. I felt helplessness, the grief, the pain of shared pain of watching someone you love going through incredibly excruciating pain. That was seared into my mind, into my body. If you've ever read The Body Keeps Score, you should if you haven't. Um, it's incredibly illuminating in terms of how you understand that these things, they are not just a memory and a thought that comes and pleats and goes and leaves. It stays. These experiences, they're emotional. They are intertwined within our spirit, within our energy, within our system as a whole. And they are activated by things that we see and touch and smell and hear and look at. And when they are activated, it is a response within you. It's an emotional response. Sometimes it can be a painful response, believe me, as a person who has been in the hospital watching people that I don't know go through pain and chronic pain and pain that won't leave them and they don't understand why. Like these are the reasons the body keeps score. So I decided in that moment that I was going to release it. And oh, it was amazing. It was amazing to allow myself to surrender because I truly felt in that moment that there was no other choice. To continue to avoid was only to invite more of this. I did not want to have sufferings thrown in my face and the pain and the misery thrown in my face when I wasn't trying to seek it out. I didn't want to have it continue to surface and continue to have a theme of recurring and cycling within my life because that is what happens when you avoid and you avoid. It will keep coming. It will come. And so this is 
how that happened. I sat and I drank and I felt it and I allowed the surrender to happen. I allowed the breaths and the pattern and the music to take me into a place where it flowed through and it came right out. And the feeling on the other side of that, the crying, the emotional release, the energetic release, it was something that I hadn't been able to experience with meditation. And so what a powerful lesson. What a powerful lesson for me and to know that this is so transformational in such a short period of time. What a gift. So, by the way, after the fact, I decided to go back and check on my bird. <clears throat> and he was so cute. And he was kind of like fluffing his wings. And because I really didn't know, I thought maybe he won't live. And I was. I just wasn't sure. Within my experience of the experience, what happened in my life, they didn't. They didn't live. But this little bird did. And I was really happy. I felt like I really just wanted to see that. Um, I was okay with whatever happened one way or the other. I knew how badly he had really hurt himself um, at the time, but he was sitting up and fluttering his wings a little and just kind of, you know, still sitting still. And then when I checked back later, he was gone. So he flew away. And I'm just like, this was huge for me. Um, when I looked back, um, I had to, of course, look it up. Because as you know, if you know me by now, <laughs> when I start to get these like things that are happening, it's a message. And it is meant for me. And I want to see the full message. I want to feel the full message. And um, this was what I found. So it was called a cow bird, like a cow moo. Um, and so it basically, I'm going to read this um, from what I looked up. Basically said the cow bird is tied to intuition and empathy. People with the cowbird as a power animal have an uncanny ability to read the emotions of others. Um, it is a it's an animal that's deeply rooted in empathy, and also a person with this animal in their life <clears throat> may avoid vulnerability because of this. Ding ding ding! I mean, what the hell? If this empathy is embraced, though. The cowbird can be found in those with a talent for spiritual healing. Spiritual healing has been one of the most pervasive threads and themes that has come to me through every single like animal and spiritual experience that I have had, spiritual healing. And I know that that is part of my higher purpose. This is part of the spirit portion of the synergy. And I started this podcast with every intention of having episodes which were interlinking our minds and our guts and our bodies and our spirits. And so far, <clears throat> the strongest, strongest messages that have come through to me have all been spirit. And so I am so grateful for that. I'm so thankful to pass that on. And I truly believe that um, spiritual healing is 
something that is so necessary for all of us. I think that when we are healing ourselves and stepping into these spiritual places and allowing the releases to happen and accepting the surrender that can happen with it too, that we're healing our our ancestral lines. We are healing the the people behind us. We are healing the people in front of us <clears throat> as moms and people who are responsible for all of the things for all of our littles and watching them grow and having giving them these experiences of health and wellness and we have to incorporate the spirit piece too um this is our mission it's our it's our joy and our fire it's our divine within and it's there for all of us to claim so our spiritual journeys you know it looks different for all of us right <clears throat> Oh, by the way, one of the things that was so interesting about that bird was one of the things that it's known for is that it's extremely adaptable. So a cowbird will like lie its egg and or move its egg or something into like another bird's nest. So I guess a lot of times a cowbird is raised by another bird because uh, it just pops out and it's like raised in the family of like a bluebird or some other type of bird because that's what they do. So they're incredibly adaptable. And it's one of the other things that I think is, you know, to me, part of the message, adaptability, flexibility. This was something new for me. <clears throat> I had never tried the type of breath work that I tried that day. I had never tried that. I'd never tried to try to release an emotion and have it move through me in that way. I have tried through meditation. I've tried through somatic movement practices. I have tried um, tapping, like I've tried all of these things. I think probably the most connected that I could be, well, how can I say that? I think that the other modality that I know has been so beneficial for me that has really moved energy through me that I felt physically was acupuncture. And um, that is just it's so important to find these things for you what works for you have you tried you should um and by the way you know i think there are some things that i was doing and i wasn't trying so if you look back and like i could tell you i think one day i'm gonna do an origin story kind of um podcast because i where this really started for me and where I started feeling the physical um, ability to just kind of help these things move through me, not on a grander scale, but just on like a small scale is when I was doing um, Pio. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's combining Pilates and yoga. It's called Pio. Um, it's like Beachbody on demand. Um, but I didn't have that. I actually had like the old school DVDs. Hey, yo. So, um, yeah, like just that motion, having that intention to set and move my body. Um, I've always been a person that loves dance. And if you're looking at like somatic therapies and some of these modalities that are meant to just have you feel into your body and release things through motion and movement, breath work is a different variety of that same flavor. Like it's just, um, it's, it's so transformational. So. If you guys have had any of your own personal experiences with breath work, I would absolutely love to hear them. I would love to hear your take on this and see what you think about this 
person, this um, particular experience, have you ever been called to surrender in this way? Have you ever had something fly in your face when you are directly trying to avoid it? Like, nope, that's not going to happen. Not today. Like that was basically exactly what went down. <laughs> so um, if you've ever had any of those things or if you just want to chat about this, you can certainly DM me on Instagram at Synergy Thrive. And I would love to um, hear your intake or hear your intake. I would love to hear your take um, on anything that's happened like that for you. Everybody's spiritual journey looks different, guys. So finding these things out for yourself, the healing modalities, just try one thing. And um, these are the crux of what we are going to be doing within Synergy Thrive Academy. We have healing modalities. We're trying this on for ourselves. We're looking into our human design. We're looking at our purposes. We are on the journey for truth. And we're looking to just unleash all of that within our um, within our program. We will have guest experts, et cetera. Um, but if you're just looking at the moment to have something breakthrough, something release, or just have that connection a little bit deeper with yourself, then please come join our free session, which is tomorrow, our healing circle. And I cannot wait to see you there. If you go to signup.synergythrive.org forward slash heal, we will see you there. And um, like I said before, that link is in the description. I wish for you to find beauty in even the smallest thing. And thank you so much for joining us, guys. Talk to you later. Thank you for joining us on the Synergy Thrive podcast. I hope this episode helped you take one more step towards your synergy and brought you one level higher to fulfilling your highest purpose. Please rate and review this podcast. Each review helps other ambitious moms just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot of your review and tag me on Instagram at Synergy Thrive. I will see you in the next episode.